When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. D-O-I in apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-T-A-N-N-Y And J-E-N-N-Y Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny It's a revolution In Every time. Every, Every time. time. No, it's like uh it's just like a cool, a cool meadow breeze blowing up my uh it's like flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. Oh my god, that's that- better. That was better than the breeze blowing up my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Yours was better. I was I was going for a breeze up my butthole and you went for the flipping of the pillow. Yeah, speaking of cool side of the pillow, we have a pretty fucking cool guest. Do you like that segue? Coolest, oh my God, that was unbelievable. That yeah. was a great segue. She's I've been practicing. She doesn't get enough credit for this, I don't think. Yeah, speaking that, of credit. That segue, that segue <laughs> is early Oscar buzz. It's like cool going up the crack of my ass. And speaking of cracks of my ass. Yeah. Speaking of cool things going up the crack of your ass, we have a super, well, a friend, of ours too i like to add that this is this is a friend for sure as well as a super talented actor yes thank you it's lenny fucking jacobson everyone lose it oh my god titties are flying everybody dicks are coming Ah, out everybody chill chill out it's lenny jacobson you've seen him on narcos for all mankind he's not for all mankind for all god's sakes yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and we just had uh astronaut garrett reisman on who you work with i do i he know he said you're actually a hero if no he didn't say that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the brain the it's it's really interesting when you do first of all how are you guys we're doing right. okay man it's you know I, you're one of those guys i have to say like just because we've interacted so much online i i do feel like i know you even though this is probably one of the first times we've ever chatted i think oh i, I thought y'all knew I, each other this is i don't know if we've oh well we met we i did an episode of modern family so i'm right. there oh yeah, wait I remember but, 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 that danny when did you did i meet you on modern family i don't know if i met you on modern family i don't think you were my episode so i think i missed no. you what episode of modern family did you do um <laughs> Uh, it was, it was, they were playing, um, categories and I was a UPS guy. Like I delivered something. Yes. Yeah. That was you. Fuck. Yeah. I remember this exactly. Yeah. He sold cocaine to Rico. Don't you remember? (laughs) (laughs) It was the Narcos, the crossover episode that y'all did from Narcos. You know, what's funny though. When I, the episode (laughs) I did, I did it with Ed O'Neill and Sophia. And then uh, what's the young actor's name? Uh, no, uh, Rico or Nolan. Yeah. And it it was, it was like one day and it was a pretty quick, like I come in and they're playing and she can't draw whatever he's drawing. But it was at the time when Modern Family was going to start airing on TBS or TNT. Yes. So they shot these promos where uh, it was assumed that if they were going to be on cable, 
everything would change. And like, so I got to shoot a scene where um, Sophia and I were like on the couch together. Or I delivered something and she's like, how about this? And like, you know, <laughs> yeah, flashing. And like, I jumped on top of her and Ed came in. He's like, what's going on? They assumed that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember How many those. Did you make them do of that? <laughs> a few. <laughs> a few. I was like, oh, I don't know. At you. I mean, let's do that. Here's my mark. I'm so sorry. Hang on. Just so sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's this world we live in now with like Twitter and, and everything. Like Jenny and I, I think we've probably met in person like once or twice. Yeah. But we became friends came on Twitter. To, yeah, like I remember you came to the Laugh Factory and improv like yeah, back in shows and stuff like that. COVID, we went. I saw you do a comedy show and yeah, we actually gave each other a hug. It was pre-COVID, where you could like interact with other humans. Yeah, I look at the picture from time to time. I remember. I do. I have that picture. Like. <laughs> but I have so many friends. Like Danny and I, we we interact through Twitter. But I'm like, I don't. I've never met you. Like, I know. I know. But I like feel Trayvon, like we, I've never met. Yeah. Like who what? Trayvon. Oh, Trayvon. Trayvon. Yeah, we just yeah. <laughs> never met him, but it feels like years that I've known him and like he's nominated for an Oscar now. But like I and I'll talk to people and I'll be like, oh yeah, my friends nominated, and they're like, oh yeah, how do you know? I'm like I've never met <laughs> on him. the internet. Like it sounds creepy. <laughs> I know. I it's so weird. It's like it's 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 very you're definitely one of like you're one of those, for me, you're one of the remaining people like I, I, I have interacted with enough that I should have met by now that I haven't. But like, have y'all met people where you see someone and you're like, okay, I'm meeting this person and we follow each other, but now I have to say, you actually know me from Twitter. Oh, really? You know, because they're like, somebody's like, oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm like, we've actually, it's each <laughs> From oh my, and then like the person's excited to meet you, but when you actually explain that you have a relationship already, I'm dreading the time I meet Barack Obama, and I have to say, <laughs> so like, is he, by the way, so is he. He is too, because <laughs> it will take all of my willpower to say to not say, yeah, you follow me, we follow Danny Zucker, because <laughs> he does follow me, and so I was like, I was like, like oh fuck, this would be so cool. How do I? You probably remember that tweet I did about my balls. Oh, I mean, you liked it. Yeah, you you you, you like that you tweet. I'm to recreate your. That's the other thing with social media. Like when your profile picture becomes the way I picture someone. So yeah, change it. It throws yeah. everything off, off whack because then you're like when you're scrolling, you're like right anymore. No, or you see them and you're like, oh, you look completely different than this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really have antlers. Yeah. You no, know, it's like, yeah. uh, it's- That's it's, why I always purposely post pictures of myself where I just look like shit all the time. So if I put a little makeup on, people are like, you look, oh, well, you look great in person. I'm like, thank uh, you. I will say, I'll say it's, I'm the opposite of the you know Instagram model. I do the opposite. I look as yes, shitty sir. as I possibly can. On and then people are delighted when they meet you. Yeah, exactly. Better. They're, they're overwhelmed story. instead of underwhelmed. I, yeah. This is like, I'm new to, uh, I'm recently single um, and, and so I've dipped my toe into dating. Mm -hmm. And it is like, Amongst there are some parts. truly, at, among other parts of me, no, yeah, that's a good job. <laughs> um, that was Jenny's joke, by the way, I just said it louder. But yeah, there are some pictures that are truly aspirational. I mean, I, I, when, when I meet somebody who looks like their picture, I'm always like, oh my God, you, you're actually pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 
it's not filters all over you really well some people are better and yeah it's i always wonder uh, jess my wife jess and i were talking we were talking about someone and i'm like that he's just insanely good look like he's just a handsome perfectly yeah people just look that good you're like that guy and he and i are the same like we're both <laughs> humans and men yeah yet we're not though i don't look anything like you're a different looking person and i'm <laughs> i'm str i'm sturdy enough to be like yeah he's very handsome and I, then some people it's it's their personality or it's their it's strange the way the world is and how many different ways people look and how you react to that or oh we were talking about um i saw something the other day about what is it is it hot ugly or ugly hot like is that a thing yeah. where yeah Someone who's not by standards the best looking person, but yet they're like Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah, hot. Right, yeah. right. He doesn't have the features of say like so and so, but yeah. So it's it's very interesting that. Uh, do Do you find that with people like I'm sure for both of you when you see someone and maybe you've never got it or understood the appeal, and then you see them in person and you're like, oh, holy okay. shit! I yes. like. I I felt yeah. that way. Like I remember seeing Ben Affleck. I never thought that Ben Affleck was like this. I, I didn't get it. And then I see him in person one time and I'm like, I got it. Okay. I see the, I, I got yeah. the thing. I see he has the star quality of the thing. Before he was like really famous, he was doing that show Kitchen Confidential with a friend. And I was at like the Fox commissary with him and it was Bradley Cooper. And mm -hmm. I was like, looking at this guy and I was like, I was like, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's like, I think I'm gay. I think maybe I'm gay. I, I've never heard, I, I, I was, uh, I, I have this funny story. like. Uh, Baba Bowie, Gary, and I are friends from way back. We went to, I worked at Stern Show. And there was a time, this is back in the 90s, they were out here and we were up at the Sky Bar at the Mondrian. And at and Gary was called over to the table because Stamos was there. It was John Stamos, it was George Clooney, and oh. it was um, and it was Dean Kane at the height of being Superman. And we were at this table, and I swear to God, like when we were sitting there, <laughs> I was, I felt like I had the power of invisibility at the table. Like no one walking by the table could seem, like I could have committed. Did you just squirt all over the table when you saw that? No, because it was more like I was reacting to people walking past the table. And it oh, really become I, invisible. Yeah. I became, it was like, I could have committed a crime and <laughs> no one would have identified me. I was so <laughs> invisible amongst all of that male beauty. It's funny you said Stamos because that was the person we Jess and I were listening to Stern. He was on this week and I had met him. I did a television show, like a guest star on a show and he was also recurring maybe. Yeah. And we spent like the day together and he couldn't have been nicer and he was so interesting. And then I saw him months later at uh, uh, like Sarah Silverman's Christmas party thing. Uh -huh. You end up running into everybody in this random group that's the first time morgan murphy and i met we we oh, were really? friends through twitter and then we met at that party and we were like hugging and we're like <laughs> it feels weird but yet completely right but yeah stamos is one of those people i said to jess i'm like he's just he's just yeah. a, a perfectly symmetrically like fantastic looking man he doesn't yeah, well, i mean really i i I know some of us are really lucky that way. And, yeah. um, it's, uh, you know, but there's a downside too. sometimes people don't hear what's in here. You know, they're just looking yeah. in here. Or they I, don't take you to be serious or funny or, or smart or or smart. Can, yeah. I, 
I want to fanboy a little bit and get to your career here for a second. Okay. Yes. I'm fascinated by um, the Narcos experience. How? Because yes. I'm such a fan of that show. And I remember, t I remember DMing you. And I think my DM to you was like, holy fuck, you're on Narcos? Like, yeah. like, exclamation point. That I was, was like, everyone's re reaction. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was so like excited because it, and what, what, what was that experience like? I mean, how, how did, was it? Because um, you're on crazy season too well yeah, yeah. Well, so like give the fun um, experience because i thought you were fantastic on it we were, oh, we'll thank, yeah, it was one of those things too where um i've i've been lucky enough to to have a pretty good career where i've played a lot of characters in a similar universe and uh you know yeah. style or look has been great whether it was commercials and then as it moved into doing shows um, where they were like, oh, that's the guy. He fills that role. And I've always said to actors, they're like, what can I do to do this? And I'm like, just do whatever it is that works for you well, well until yeah. the point where you are big enough that you can be like, oh, I think I want to do something else well. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay in your lane and enjoy that because you, that'll open up opportunities and you can Wait, like things out. So Narcos was one of the first things that I when I auditioned for it, it was such like a random, I was like, whoa, Narcos. Uh, yeah, I'll go in for that. But the character was, it was like two guys who worked in uh, Guadalajara and they were little fish out of water. And, and, and the scene they wrote for us was hilarious. We were in a, we were in a bathroom, you know, talking about Kiki, which was Michael yes. and, um, you know, making fun of him and then drunk and staring into this mirror and, so I just got to play with this audition. Um, I'm not going to remember the casting director's name, but th they also had brought me in like three times over like a month. So I was just so comfortable in that office back when you could go to offices. Yeah. And I just had fun with it. And then it went away. And then they were like, oh, come back in. We're bringing people in to read together. And, and the parts were kind of interchangeable. So I came back in again. And again, it was just fun and improving and having fun. And then that scene never got used in the show. Wow. I was like, we did this. I was like, oh my God, I'm doing this thing. And it's the two of us. We're kind of, kind of the comic relief, but we're working there, but we're fish out of water. And that scene was fucking great. Can't wait to, can't wait to shoot that. And that never, like months later, I had talked to one of the producers and like, where happened that scene? And like, oh yeah, that was never going to be in it. We were just trying to figure out. It was more just the personality. <laughs> and it ended up being- I just wanted to get your hopes up and then completely- well, <laughs> I mean, we got to kind of play that a little bit, but but it was a, ended up being a much different role than it was when we auditioned. I, I, I've done that as a writer sometimes, like especially in a pilot. Yeah. Where I, I've written a scene for a character. Like I know in the pilot, they don't have a lot to do. So I'll just create a scene that's going to show like, well, I need to know if they can be funny. So we'll write a funny scene. And right. I need to know what, what, they, what they seem like. So I'm sure that's what the writers of that. Yeah, did. and it seemed like they were looking for, again, I've noticed as the years have gone by, they want people that, number one, you want someone talented to do the job, but you also want someone who's going to be good to work with and not an asshole. And, you know, they don't take themselves too seriously, especially if you're going to go to another country for, I think we shot for almost eight months. Here, I'll break it down quick. So anyways, we go yeah. back callbacks get the part they're like you're on narcos and i was like that just seems totally crazy <laughs> in mexico then this the the details start coming in like michael pena is this character then i'm googling this is a real kiki it's a real guy he's yeah. a real guy and his story is horrific horrific and then the other lead bad guy is um uh, covid brain like post pandemic brain i can't remember 
another guy who, when I met him in person, I was like, you are no. not, we are not the same species. You are too good looking. Yeah, he was, the, he's the Mexican guy who came up from like, like the, 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 yeah. um, yeah. uh... he came, he came up from, uh, being a, a weed farmer to basically hiring El Chapo to work with him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Diego Luna. Diego Luna and he from E2 Mama Cambian. (laughs) Just like I'm telling like friends and one my my friend Cindy, I'm like, yeah, uh, Diego Luna, and she's like, E2 Mama Antiem, you're gonna be near him. I'm like, yeah, kind of. He's a bad guy. I'm a Diego. So, anyways, we then we don't go for like a month and a half. So you're preparing in your mind that we're gonna move to Mexico and you don't know who you're working with. And luckily I got to, like, we had our little crew, which was the DA yeah. and then the narc, uh, we're the narcos. And then the, the drug Lords, we rarely see them. And we're in an office shirt and tie this, and they're riding motorcycles through a mansion and yeah. like cocaine is every, so it's a very different world shooting. Yeah, you didn't get, you didn't get as having so much women in cocaine. You yeah. didn't have as many yeah, they're cocaine. just, when you, you're like, they're having the time of their lives. We only hear the stories time. of what they're doing. And we're like listening to wiretaps and doing the exposition. And Pena's like, I just like, don't want to say any of this. That was a great thing. Michael Pena, first of all, is an amazing actor. Amazing. But also like, I love him. The coolest guy. And it was me. Michael, uh, Matt Letcher, and Aaron Staten, who's from Mad Men. And and, uh, so that was our core group. Yeah. We fly down, we meet each other, we're in the hotels. I don't speak very good Spanish, but Matt did. So it became this process where it started in like November of one year. We shot part and then they took a little break and we went back in January, then February, March, April, May, June. Wait, what part of Mexico were you in? We were actually in Mexico City, oh. but they played it as Guadalajara. I love both okay. places. And yeah, Mexico was, City is fantastic, by the way. So then we we go there, and I have they're like, "Don't cut any of your hair or anything. Just come as you are." So I had a <laughs> beard. I look like this actually. It was a bit heavier, and they ended up cutting all my hair off, and I got to have a mustache. So it kind of <laughs> created another. Which for me, I was like, "This is great." I, it took me a second to recognize you. I'm yeah, be it's a good chameleon type thing. Yeah for my now wife who we had just started dating two weeks before I went to Mexico so she met me as this and I visited her and we had this amazing time we fell in love very quickly and then I went away to Mexico and came back and just looked insane (laughs) like she's inviting me she's introducing me at Christmas to her like her friends and family and they're just like you look like a 70s porn porn god yeah like so he's in Mexico doing porn yes yeah (laughs) but anyways, real quick, the, the experience there was incredible. Like it was post the where their, their oh, one of their location scouts had been murdered. murdered. I want to ask you about so that. What was everybody it? when it first started, that you know, a few of my family members were like or friends were like, Is there that a go. good idea? Like and I yeah. and it's, so when we got there, they gave us they sat us down with like a full security briefing. They had changed all their protocols from when they shot in Colombia to now shooting in Mexico like everything was going to be more low-key they changed the name of the production company uh we had like undercover uh like former military just street clothed guys I think it was an Israeli army walking around with us and they also were like we'll shoot where it is we're going to check where we shoot and that'll be safe and we'll go there and the protocol and so I never at once did I feel unsafe 
and with a, were you with a when you would were offset were there bodyguards or anything like that or nothing <clears throat> kind of like when we were in the hotel on our free time we were we were fine i think maybe pena from time to time because he was much more recognizable yeah diego actually lived in that area so he was fine yeah he just kind of stood out a little bit more the three of yeah. us gringos yeah. but they took really good care of us and the thing with the the location scout it wasn't show related he actually was in the wrong place at the wrong time like yeah i think he was scouting in a in a general area oh. came upon something and then it turned into like he's like i'm gonna get out of here and i, I don't wow. know all the details but yeah. Wow. But he wasn't targeted because of the show. No, it wasn't like, hey, you, yeah. uh, 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 Pedro yeah. Pascal, you have his autograph? No. Oh, no, no. I, I, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it was an incredible, like, we shot, because there was an earthquake, there was the big Mexico yeah. City earthquake that year. We didn't have a studio, so everything was on location. Wow. So each day we would go to a, like a, an apartment building, and then it was these crazy homes in the country uh, with horses and stuff, and then yeah. these weird fenced-in neighborhood, like the actual, you know, you go through this gated thing, and it's this giant palace, and they have like statues yeah. in the living room and pool in the back, and secret that, doors those those houses are everywhere in mexico, mexico yeah, be, because there's, there's no middle class in mexico that's no. like, every time i've been to mexico city when when i was married i used to go there a lot with my ex-husband he did business there and some of the places i'd go to i'm like this is i thought i was at a hotel like we're checking in at a lobby it's like no this is someone's house you just check list, when they <laughs> list them, when they list the wealthiest people in the world there's it's usually there's like at least five mexicans in there i i ran into that yeah. in monterey i got to I was when I was yeah. I went to it's crazy. Okay. It's yeah. crazy. Crazy. All the it's crazy and it, it like you feel I remember like getting picked up and like tapping on the glass. I'm like, is this an armored SUV that <laughs> yeah. we're you know, like, oh okay, so this is necessary. Well that I guess is comforting, but not <laughs> like yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. It was we shot forever and the people were amazing. And um I was basically like this relationship was traveling along with it jessica my wife who's an uh an actress and now a director she's kind of living she's like we just met each other and and seven months of that time i was in mexico oh, wow and um and it, it was just like an experience that i'll never it's you know and i'm not a big traveler so i'm not like you know they matt and would had his family come and they would be all because he could speak the language much better than i could and you're dealing with the elevation too. It's like seven thousand feet. Yeah, I, that took me by surprise. Yeah, we played basketball one day with Pena. Pena is like, he loves to. Pena had just discovered binge watching when we got <laughs> there. He's like, I never really binge watched before. Now my family's not around, so he's watching ten or fifteen shows throughout. And then we're talking about these shows, and I just it was it was just an amazing experience that and it also translates to so many more people like I've done shows that are pretty well known but when you say narcos there's just pe people in different parts of the world who take that as a different it's just an, it does feel world. different and it's when you shoot on location it must feel like I mean oh that's yes yeah, so we had no yeah. studio so we're in a building yeah day, and then the next day we're down by these canals and uh it, but never, never once did, did I feel like we were in any danger or anything like that. Though, and and uh, wow, yeah, it's amazing. I was, th I was thinking about this because I know, like, right, I don't know if it's still happening, but before COVID, the next season of Narcos, I know Sophia actually, I think, got cast as um, 
Griselda in Miami. I think she was going to oh. be. I think she was going to be in the in the in in the next like moving into 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 that. But I don't know if that ever came to pass. But yeah, talking to the the producers came down. They took us out to dinner. We spent a couple of days with them, and uh, the uh, uh, he told us the entire process of how this started from what was going to be a movie because these two former DIA yeah. uh, DA guys were talking to. They were military, but and while they were in the military, they weren't allowed to talk about it. Then they came out wow. and they're like, eh, it didn't really work as a movie. And then you realize for television, it's it's just endless material. Yeah. It's Columbia, it's Mexico. Then eventually it can be Miami. Yes. And that's when they made the change to be it's narcos to now narcos Mexico. And yeah. I feel like the show has gotten better every season, quality-wise as well. Like they're just bringing in absolutely. Yeah. It was it was really great. And I, 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 we definitely want to fit in before the the end of this. I want to know, like, where, what about? Uh, so I am assuming that for all mankind, you shoot that in space. We shoot it in space. Okay. It's a little difficult with COVID, but the moon, <laughs> the numbers on the moon are really low right no, now. No, I saw it. it. Can't wait for the next season on Mars, though. I cannot. Yeah, wait. we're gonna do. Um, <laughs> that shoots in LA, and that actually shut down. We did season, um, we, oh, this is great. So we did season two. I think we were on the second to last episode. It was March 10th last year. Yeah. And then the, you know, the NBA goes down, Tom Hanks, that's the yeah. day. That was D-Day. We get yeah. the email, we're like, they're gonna shut down for two weeks. But I had already, I had just had a friend who heard this guy's dad was like, this is what's gonna happen. We're about to everything. So. There's actually a scene in this season of, of For All Mankind where I think it's episode eight. I shoot something with my wife, Sonia Walger, plays my wife. She's incredible. I love her. I work and with her. I, at this time, I had lost a lot of weight and I was so healthy. I post mental health things and I was like, I'm going to change my diet. And I went back to do the first season of For All Mankind. I look one way and it's supposed to, it's 10 years later, the second. So it was like, yeah, I, Wayne Cobb got healthy. It's the yeah, it's right. <laughs> so that whole season I was super thin. I weighed about 175 pounds, maybe 170. It was I was thin. Wow, wow. And we shoot a scene in episode eight, and then episode nine, we shot two one scene, and then we shut down and came back in September. So if you watch episode nine, the first scene I'm in in episode nine is is a September post pandemic, uh -huh. 190 pounds. And then literally the next thing you see me and I'm like thin again. And I was like, man, this is the, this is the whole thing with COVID. You can now play spot the, uh, spot the timeline where you're watching like, uh, you we're know, shut down Team Morgan on the walking dead. And you're like, yeah, COVID, COVID, COVID. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The zombies got thinner. Yeah. I showed up and, and wardrobe was like, yeah, we got all your clothes. Oh. And I was like, I'm fat. Yeah, well, call me fat. You're like, no, say no, a little, a little snug on your waist. I'm like, no, no, I'm fat now. No, no, no maybe, maybe we shrunk them. It happens. <laughs> yeah. A little tomato pen cushion, like, get over here. Let's let that yeah. out. Let's bring. But that again, out. that was a whole new process. You know, we have an ep We had basically an episode and a half that was done from March, reshot in September, uh, Oct uh, August, September, and now they're back shooting again, season three. So, um, wow. How did you feel going back on set though? Like, were you nervous? Were you? I was up here and it was so different up here. Vancouver, uh, right? Yeah. Yes, started directing. She did like a Hallmark movie very early in the, I would say, end of June pandemic 
because the numbers weren't as bad, but the protocol was different. And then I did like a, a like a online play with a friend of mine who's in the good doctor and they were supposed to be coming back, but they had to really deal with testing on set and mask and the, the protocols still weren't there yet. Yeah. So by, by the time September came, I felt much more comfortable and they, I knew you were going to be tested this many times and mask and stuff. So it, it really, it feels the same, like you're, you're, you're rehearsing with a mask on, which can be very weird if you're trying to do a scene that has a specific tone to it, but it's the, probably the safest place you can be. And it just felt so good to be back on set, but it kind of changes. Like I was always someone when I did nurse Jackie, I've been lucky enough as I've gone through my shows yeah. that I've just worked with the best people who were like, yeah, come hang out. So I would sit in video village all the time. And I just randomly unknowingly wander places that either I wasn't supposed to. And by the time that got there, they were like, that's fine. You're here. So that kind of has gone away now where, you know, you go to your trailer and then you put your mask on, you go to set and you're in your room, put the mask on, you rehearse, and then you go back to your trailer and you're just like, Wow. But again, it's things we'll learn from. Yes. Are you vaxxed? No, they're a bit behind up here. Uh, so they're trying to catch up. I'm going to actually, I shoot on two, I shoot Monday. I'm doing a show now. Which uh, it's a Peacemaker show for HBO Max. Oh, nice. Congrats. James Gunn is directing and writing it, which is awesome. I mean, he's That's a whole nother fast. podcast, how cool it is yeah. to him, like the way he sees things, like even doing his table reads. I'm such a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy and all those. He everything is so specifically written out that his he just his whole vision just pours onto it. But he also sends you a Spotify playlist so that you can listen to the music that will coincide like this song plays here and then and it's John Cena so we've shot some stuff. I can't uh, it's most of the stuff is kind of known but John Cena is the peacemaker and so I got to work with him and again it's one wow. of those things you're sitting with a fellow actor and you are like, there's no way you and I are the same species of person. <laughs> You're like that person on the evolutionary poster at the um, natural history museum where you're not quite walking upright and then like right, just pre-homo-sapien. It's like the scene in Captain America where he's in the two before and yeah. Cena and then they pull the thing open. He steps out with my like yeah. <laughs> arms are fucking Jordan. They're as big as my chest right here. I couldn't be he's so dry and funny. Like this show is he's going to if you saw um, he's incredible yeah. in Trainwreck. Right. He's, great. He's, great. he's super. He's a great actor. He's, he's so good. Yeah. He's so And then funnier than he has a right to be. I right. And then the A.D. is like I'm just like staring at his arm. And he's like just he's huge. Right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> there's a muscle here that's i don't I, People, I that doesn't even he's exist like, he's like he's actually smaller than he was when we just shot uh, suicide squad like a year and a half ago I was like, oh, that's like that makes no sense why I do you do that i could do that if i wanted we all could we're just we just uh <laughs> like i just don't want to sit here and eat chicken breast and avocados and that's you know it. it's the one great thing you and danny you, you said like for so stamos she's like he just looks that good yeah and I, I would consider myself the, in the more of the character actor genre. You're handsome, but though. Also, I don't have to do, like, when I show up for a show, like, I showed up for Narcos, they're like, don't cut your hair. I'm like, do you want me to do it? And they're like, nope, you don't have to lose any weight. You can just, <laughs> have, have, actually, you can even get fatter if you want. Yeah, just as I, is. I, this is what we I've want. been putting on weight. 
for the last couple of years for a role I still have yet to be cast. <laughs> it's like Chris Pratt. Like yeah. I, we, we've been pitching <laughs> so many shows throughout the pandemic and Jess is in this state yeah. where it's the thing where you just keep watching things you've watched before because it's comfortable sure. and you don't have new stimulants. And so, right. Yeah. It's a, it's a big warm blanket watching. Like, yeah. The office four times. Parks yeah. and Rec. Uh, we're Rock. now binging Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my, I might You'll be my binging first. that for two years. That, 16 that, seasons. That's crazy. Um, that, that, that leads us actually into what, what the, 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 the last part of our show, like what, what, what's some of the stuff that you've been watching that you are loving? Um, well, in the last, so Ted Lasso is obviously the one that. You'll have to watch it. So great. Oh my oh, God, you'll love it. I'm like the only person I know. I got to watch it. I see, yeah. We've watched it twice and I will go a third. It's just yeah. at the time for your soul and what you needed, like you expect it to be this jaded like comedy and he's going to be, and then you're just like, oh, after this last four years, yeah. four and a half years and pandemic, it was like, I just needed that. It was a nice it, it, it's, like, it's like getting a hug from your dad that you always wanted, Danny. Right. That's okay, I definitely <laughs> watch it then. It's, yeah, it's necessary. And then we've been doing just a lot of like, we'll do, um, uh, we did, you know, Queen's Gambit back and then. Yeah, that was great. Any, oh, like WandaVision. I love the MCU. Yeah. So I've gotten Jess into, we've actually binged, you know, started Iron Man. Yeah. Like the whole thing. Oh, I, yeah, that's it, 100% what I did during this because I hadn't seen any of the Marvel movies. And I. So much better in that universe because even some of the movies where you're like, that's not the best one because you're kind of on that trip everything kind of comes together nicely that's cool how about I, you guys the one, you? actually the one that i speaking of that is i love dr strange i, I for some really? reason I think that i i did not think i would care for it for, i don't know for whatever reason but i'm going through the marvel movies i just watched it fucking loved it that and the the winter soldier falcon i just yeah, yeah. watching that series yeah. i'm not sold on the falcon and the winter soldier I had to muscle through a little bit. Julie Louis-Dreyfus was just in last week's episode, so that was for a hot sec, but that reeled me in. Um, But I've been watching that, and what about you, Danny? So I saw two things this week, and they're both movies, but fuck, are they good. So I finally saw A Promising Young Woman. Oh, Oh, I saw that too. Holy fucking shit. I want to watch it again. Like I I saw them in the 48-hour rental, yeah, it's so fun, so much fun. It's like it's just great. I, I did you see it? Do you guys see it? Yes, yeah. I got the screener for that. It's Carrie so fucking Mulligan is phenomenal. She's so great in it too. Uh, Carrie, Fantastic. yeah, it's dark enough, and then it kind of loops, and then at some point towards the end, you're like, oh, no, nope. this this is fucking horrible and then it comes back around and oh the i don't want to give anything away but one of the greatest endings of all of any movie and then i so the last couple and i earlier the week i saw bob odenkirk's nobody oh i've heard it's so good did you see it no not yet oh my god it's just fun it's like it's like it's just fun it's just like i I don't want to ruin anything for you it has like a little bit of that um it's like, it's not, imagine a much more like upbeat version of a history of violence. Remember a history of violence? Yeah, yeah. 
it, it's, Wait, it's, what's it on? What, where can we find that one? It, it's on demand. It's Renting, like a, yeah. iTunes. So it's rentable. He but was it was on like turn two weeks ago. Yeah. And to listen to his his process of going like two and a half years of training and fight stuff and the way he took to combat and that action type stuff, the way he would like sketch comedy or things like that. First of all, just an incredible interview with Stern. He talks about stuff with Farley, like yeah. uh, the Matt Anderson in a van down by the river. And yeah. yeah, he wrote that for him at Second City and then him perform. I mean, it was like, I could have listened to them talk for three or four hours, but his point of view on this, this movie, I can't wait to see it now. We've been kind of trying to fight it in. If it gets too late at night, Jess is like, I don't want to watch something that's going to. Yeah. It will, yeah, it, it, that's I mean, how I felt about a promising young woman. It took me a minute because I was like, this is gonna be real heavy, right? Yeah, but that. it wasn't. Both of the, <laughs> actually, both of those movies I had the same exact trepidation that you guys did with it. And I will say, like, both of them were like they, they never descended into that, like, ah, like it was always they, they, yeah. they, they always kept it really, they kept it super fun. So, those are the two things that have like really, um, uh, I, I, I can't recommend them enough. Guys, awesome. I'm going to recommend this show. It's called Grey's Anatomy. I don't know if these <laughs> kids are going to make it. Oh, a bunch of up and coming actors. Now, is the, for uh, all is mankind the, on Apple TV? But yeah, for all yeah, for all mankind. Yeah, I would if for all mankind like it came out a couple of years ago, and I always tell people, it's well, did you watch Ted Lasso? Same thing, and I know it's somewhat difficult. And like I talked to my stepfather yesterday, and he's like, I, I don't know, I don't know how to do it. it it's on my iPad, but I want it on the big TV. Oh. If you get the chance. It's a really cool show. It's like alternate timeline, but it looks insane. It's the, it's I can't, what did they spend on those? Because when we had after the astronaut, I started watching it uh, um, on on the show. What did they spend on that thing? I mean, I don't know. It's not. I mean, it's not like what is Wandavision? What are they doing? Well, that was crazy. That was yeah, that. But but, but beautiful. Yeah, they took real care for. Like they took real care with like the. Just it looks like it should look at yeah. that time, you know. It's like and Danny uh, and I are big space nerds too, so well, you're all friends with astronauts, right? I told you, two astronauts on the podcast now. Yeah, well, but we dork out like we're such yeah. like ab- both of us are the biggest space nerds ever. Yeah. Consultant, and he gets to act. And then Jenny and I, when we became friends years ago, we had like a seven-hour conversation about the Kelly brothers. Yeah, and I was just like, wait, wait, what? And then. So I've relayed the information you and I have talked about countless <laughs> times. Where I'm like, you don't understand. When they go to space, he's basically donating his body to science. Like, yeah, not like you and While I. still alive. Like, <laughs> he's literally helping future. De- but the cool thing about for all mankind is too, because this it's basically the idea that the space race doesn't end. Uh, Russia gets to the moon two weeks before uh, we do. all thirteen. Yeah. And because of that, like they pull out of Vietnam earlier, this happens and then Chappaquiddick is different and it spirals throughout. But also technology like iPhones and electric cars, because we push that part of it sooner in the early, like late 70s, early 80s, all that shit's now happening uh, sooner than it would. Yes. I, that, those are my favorite. I read alt histories all the time. I was like, I was, I'm such a nerd, but there was like, and sometimes I'll read like, the, I, there was, there was a, it's, it, they're not particularly well written, but they're, well, I shouldn't say that they are, but they're just pulp. But there was a, a series by uh, a science fiction author, author called Harry Turtledove of all names, but it was, it was these alt histories and there were like seven or eight books. I probably read four of them of 
it's in the middle of World War II and the and aliens attack. And it's like, in the, and it just, how it fucks up history. Like, so suddenly we're, we're still fighting the Germans, but the Germans are, and you're on the side and, and, and against these fucking like, like insect lizard people. It's like, and it, I, it just, I remember reading it just like blew my mind. So I love when you pull any, I, I, one of my favorite novels was um, like first time novels of all was uh, Dr. Norell, Dr. Morell and Mr. Strange or the, the, um, which was like, it's the Napoleonic Wars, but with magicians like there's two magicians oh, who are yeah who are, i love anything that alters i always get a big kick out of when they change it's like that movie uh the the beatles movie yesterday Yo, i love yeah, that i love but more of it is just going and they're like well no coke was never invented i'm like oh no, oh. Coke, no beatles but then there's no oasis i always get a kick like watching for all mankind for the first time they do these little news blurbs and it's yeah. like so and so for some reason, alternate universe stuff just, I get such an interest in like, how do they decide what they wanted to change or like who didn't do what because this butterfly effect? I love yeah, it. Very cool. Yeah. That, that, well, okay. So you got a lot. The do, um, Doing It Nation has a lot yeah, of different. recommendations. We, we're calling it Doing It Nation now. Doing It Nation. Uh, yeah. Doing It Nation. We'll try it's to say like that. Nation. Lenny, man. Um, it's so good to still virtual. I feel like we're, I feel like I'm taking the longest introduction. I spend years just communicating with you online. Now I do you virtually next time. So close. I, we're we're making out. I'm going to hug the shit out of you. Oh my God. I am waxed and waxed and ready to go. <laughs> Are you both waxed? Both oh. of us. We're team Pfizer over here. Team Pfizer. I'm kind of trying to figure out, uh, I'm like, obviously any of the three I would be cool with and I'll, I'll see what happens when I go down. I'm, I'm going to head down to LA in the next couple of weeks. I oh, did, and that also, I never get tired of people saying or posting that thing. I will never post it. It's such, <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to post it, right? I don't know. I just like, it's too, too, yeah, go on. I never get tired of hearing like people are like going to be like, oh, I got vaxxed. And here's it's like the I vote stickers, which eventually yeah. were like, shut the fuck up. We don't need I, stickers. Right. this day and age. You do need to see that sticker. Like we need to keep doing that. No, and we do. Nation, we need all of that. I want every fucking back selfie I can see. It warms my soul. After Me too. Me too. And fuck anti-vaxxers. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Lenny. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Wait, thank you, Lenny and Jenny. Oh, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny J and Lenny J. Oh Lenny my God, we did it, yeah. and, and, we'll, and we'll catch you next week. Yeah.